I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast for me is always about creating a safe and sacred place to talk about hard things and to understand the stories of people. And some of the people who have taught me the most are indigenous peoples in this country that I've had the privilege of growing up in. And before every episode, I always want to draw attention and acknowledge the fact that everything I created uh, and will create happens here on Treaty 7 land, also known as the central part of the province of Alberta, Canada. It is home of the Blackfoot Confederacy, including the Siksika, the Pikani, Kainai, the Tatina Nation, and the Stony Nakoda First Nations, as well as the Métis Nation Region 3. See, it's my honor and my privilege to live here and to create here and to raise my babies here on a land where so much sacrifice was made. Our job moving forward in everything that we do, I think, is to simply acknowledge those of us walking each other home. So you will find it here each and every time. I'm a registered clinical psychologist here in beautiful Alberta, Canada. The content created and produced in this show is not intended as specific therapeutic advice. The intention of this podcast is to provide information, resources, some education, and hopefully a little hope. Welcome in, everyone. This is the first episode of a podcast. (laughs) We've been talking about this for years, and uh, I just got to tell you, I'm glad you're here. This first episode, we're going to dive into a little bit about why. Why now? What is this podcast about? How did we come to the name? And um, just what you can expect as you step into this community. I hope it's a, a safe place to land. I hope it's a place where you will invite the people you love the most and the people who you think might need to learn a little because uh, I want to make it safe to do all of those things in this very spot. So everyone comes from somewhere. Listen, we wrestled with this uh, for a long time about, you know, what do we call this? What does it mean? And I, I, I read this not very long ago, and this really solidified it for me. The difference between empathy and judgment lies in our understanding of where you came from. So let me tell you that one more time. Our, the difference between empathy and judgment lies in our understanding of where you came from. It, it's not about what's wrong with you in the words of Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey, it's what happened to you. And rarely do we ask what happened to you. We ask all the time what's wrong with you or what's wrong with this person or what's happening here in this, but we never ask the story. And 
the power of knowing somebody's story can in a heartbeat change your understanding of them, your appreciation for them. And certainly I think empathy is the most life-giving emotion that anybody can have. And we've never been this far away from it. So when I was thinking about what would be a good use of your time and and ours as we develop a, a weekly podcast, wouldn't it be cool if we could orchestrate an hour, a half hour, where every week you got a dose of how to get back to empathy? Because it's a skill. No, nobody's born with it, right? And if if the segue to get there, if the, if the route to get there is story, if the route to get there, context is a prerequisite to empathy, then let's tell that story. Everyone comes from somewhere. So I, I think about this all the time. In the noise of the world these days, we have become radically disconnected from the stories we all carry. Like those we love and we care for. Sometimes I forget that that has been my brother's experience or, you know, a patient that, um, you know, I've worked with for years and can't seem to move. Um, I forget where they came from. If I think about how frustrated I get with my own personal children or my own personal husband, I think about that all the time. I lose the context of the story. And that maybe doesn't change anything because that's not the point. We can't change the facts, but you can certainly change the way you respond to them. And knowing the context, knowing the story gives us so much power. But we're really losing our ability to learn how to do that. So why don't we do that here? Why don't we do that together? And because the consequence, I think, is, is so great. It is a mental health crisis like we've never seen. Because the more disconnected we get from people, the harder this world feels Words like burnout and depression and anxiety, exhaustion, an inability to understand our purpose. We've lost our passion. I don't have the, what's the fucking point to any of this is what I hear all the time. We've never seen suicide rates this high because when you don't feel like you matter or there is a point when the only option is to check out, we have to do something radically different. And I think the most powerful tool to combat loneliness and to recultivate an empathy for each other lies in the creation of a safe and sacred place where we show people how to get back to the best parts of ourselves. And I can't think of a better, I mean, I, I desperately want to create a place where I can use my privilege uh, my experience, my resources, my access to a beautiful community uh, in a way that will serve other people who struggle to get maybe uh, who can access mental health, who feel safe enough to access mental health because we hear this all the time, right? I, I don't do, should I go for therapy? It's still not so cool. There's just a stigma around having a safe place to understand why we think the way we do, why we hate people, why we feel exhausted, why there's such a divisiveness in this world, despite the fact that we all started in exactly the same place. Every human being on this planet started in exactly the same place. Our DNA is 99.9% .9 the same, regardless of age, race, religion, socioeconomic status, or gender identity. We all started hearing the, the same sound first. What was it? The heartbeat of your mama. Bum, 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 bum. The emotional regulation that is 
in all of our bones and in our best selves, in our quietest spaces, that's where we go back to. And in our most terrifying, disconnected moments, that's what we need somebody else to get us back to. Okay, okay, okay. We were never meant to do any of this alone. And if we're getting more and more scared to get connected to each other, we need to create a safe place where we remind each other, hey, we were never meant to do any of this alone. You will never automate relationship. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So I have to tell you, in the, in the Everyone Comes From Somewhere podcast, you're going to find episodes where we get to the vulnerable parts of people's stories. I mean, this is like a therapist, a psychologist's dream that I get the opportunity to sit with people who I think are remarkable. And I promise you, we're going to do our very best to vet some of the stories that I think not only deserve to be told, but will leave you in a place where you will see parts of your stories in theirs. It'll make you think about things differently. Um, I, I hope that, you know, I mean, I can tell you already in the episodes that are coming up. My hope is to always sort of provide value to other people, but even in the first few interviews that I've already had the honor, the privilege of conducting, um, I see the world differently and that I hope is going to be the thing, even if it's just a slice that we can bring, uh, to the people who would spend your very precious time listening here. Cause I know there's lots of options, but if you would choose to, to land here, I want to make sure that you leave here with so much more than you came. And I think that guest episodes are a piece of it. And in the weeks sort of in between those guest episodes, um, I want to explore some of the many reasons that keeps us from knowing very much about each other these days. Like, what is it that makes empathy so hard? What is kicking our ass when it comes to anxiety and depression and wanting to throat punch um, each other? Why are we so divisive and hateful? And why is racism still a fucking thing when we have all of the research and, and evidence to indicate that um, nobody gets out of here alive? How come? Why? I don't. I, so every episode, I'm going to leave you with a few insights to help you see and feel seen um, in the relationships that matter the most to you. Um, I, I hope this serves you, but I, as I already said, I mean, this is for me as much as it is for you. Because one of the favorite things I love to do is therapy. And in the last few years of, you know, Marty and I have traveled around the North America, you know, written some books, done all those things. I mean, I'd love to give you insights into all of those experiences too, because it's been a fucking ride in so many ways. And it always comes back to this idea of story for me. And in Feeling Seen, I use this Richard Wegemese quote. Um, he wrote Indian Horse, um, one of the most profound books that uh, I have read. And 
and so the question becomes, you know, story is a prerequisite to empathy. So why, why does story matter? What becomes so critically important to that? And this, listen, this quote, I'm going to tell you now what Richard Wegme said, because um, this took my breath away. All that we are is story. From the moment we're born to the time we continue on our spirit journey, we are involved in the creation of the story of our time here. It is what we arrive with, and it is all we leave behind. That's it. You are nothing more than the story you create. Now, some of us come into this world with remarkable stories in our bones, right? Intergenerational trauma. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this, to, uh, this podcast as a, as a platform to talk a lot about trauma. Because when you understand the story of somebody, if there are significant amounts of trauma involved, that context is so important when you're addressing behavior, making judgments on how you show up in this world or why you're struggling with mental health or poverty or homelessness or whatever the deal is. Huh? Context is the prerequisite to that empathy. And I think we really underestimate the value of our ancestors and the stories that they bring in our bones, what we were meant to learn, what we had the opportunities to see and perceive and experience and witness really gives you a sense, I think, a determinant on where you start in this world. Hmm? And then I think what's so critical about that is at some point there's got to be this shift in understanding that it's, it's all you leave with as well. So what do you do with you, what you've been given, where you start, how far do you have to climb to even get back to a place of whatever this equal playing field is supposed to be like? And then what do you do with it? Uh, you know, already in some of the interviews that we've conducted, I've talked to people who uh, have survived um, war-torn countries and racism and marginalization. And I think about just what it takes to persevere in this world, what it means when people can do it and what it means when people can't crawl their way out of addiction or mental health concerns or when there's neurodevelopmental conditions that then debilitate you for the rest of your life, physical injury that debilitate you versus people who can seemingly um, rise. What, what is the factor? And I have to tell you, I think that there's so many things involved in that, but so much of it comes down to who we have walking alongside us. And my other favorite quote that I talk about all the time, if you've ever heard me speak, you've heard this quote, um, by the dead guy named Ram Das. We are all just here walking each other home. The first time I read that, I, I had to read it 150 times and, uh, it hangs, you know, over my shoulder in my office. It's, um, it's in our home. I think about it all the time. Our job in our best and worst moments is just to walk each other through it. And it is so much easier to be a walker as a, a police officer, a teacher, a, a father and, uh, an aunt, a grandparent, um, a leader, a colleague, when you understand the context of another story. And I think being able to experience a place once a week, you just got to meet me here once a week, where we're going to talk about other people's stories, other people's context, it will allow you to dive a little more safely 
maybe a little bit more vulnerably into your own. And if we can accomplish that in this podcast, mm-hmm, um, I think it might just be some of the most important work we do. So <laughs> I, I think that, you know, part of the thing that gets in our way um, is so many barriers that sort of stop us from leaning in to people, to making it not safe in this concept, uh, concept of relationship. And we're going to talk in many of the solo episodes about sort of what gets in the way or, you know, what are some of the things that we experience like boundaries and then neurodevelopmental conditions that make it difficult to do that, like ADHD or autism or, um, you know, some of the things that then maybe grow out of trauma, like personality disorders. Um, I want to talk about all of those things around here. And mostly I think my hope is that we can draw an awareness, truly acknowledge and hold space for somebody else's story. And the more we do that, we create the ability for you to see the power in that too. So that's it. That's, that's what this is about. That's why for the rest of the foreseeable future, every week, at the same time, uh, you will find me right here. The Everyone Comes From Somewhere podcast by me, Dr. Jody Carrington, is produced by Brian Seaver, Taylor McGilvery, and the amazing Jeremy Saunders at Snack Labs. Our executive producer is the one and only, my Marty Piller. Our marketing strategist is Caitlin Benito. And our PR big shooters are Des Vano and Barry Cohen. Our agent, the 007 guy, is Jeff Lonis from the Talent Bureau. And my emotional support during the taping of these credits uh, was and is and will always be my son, Asher. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com